Uh, greetings, Restoration. Uh, as you know, it was originally uh, the plan for Bishop Stewart to preach uh, for us on Pentecost. Um, and that sermon is uh, will be made available. However, it was recorded before uh, all of the events transpired. Uh, Bishop Stewart recorded that last Saturday. Um, and so just, yeah, I, I wanted to, to bring a message to you today. And as you know, uh, Molly had surgery uh, on Tuesday. Uh, thankfully, the surgery went wonderfully well. Um, the things that we were worried about did not happen. Um, but because of that, this is not the most um, polished sermon uh, that you perhaps uh, have heard from me. Um, let's pray. Lord Jesus Christ, um, where we are weak, Lord, may you be strong. Amen. So today is Pentecost. Uh, today is the 50th day after Easter, and this is the day in which Jesus, a poor, homeless Jewish man, uh, a man who had uh, suffered and died at the hands of uh, corrupt um, rulers, um, it's the day in which this this man, um, who 50 days ago rose from the dead, uh, uh, and he ascended and is now seated at the right hand of the Father. So 50 days after Easter, after the resurrection of Jesus Christ, uh, is the day of Pentecost, uh, the day in which Jesus pours out his spirit upon his church. And it was a small church. It was just 120 of them. Men and women gathered in fear uh, in a small room, and Jesus poured out his spirit upon them, and he gave them new breath, and he gave them new life. And then those 120, the church went to go and change the world. Well, just uh, a few days ago, uh, a man in our own streets cried out and said, I can't breathe. And the breath was literally taken out from his lungs. And now we have an entire community who is crying out uh, those same words, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. Um, pastor Robert Coleman, who's a, a pastor here in the Twin Cities, um, he was sharing the agony um, with several pastors earlier this week that his community uh, is feeling right now, that many of us are feeling right now. He's just saying how we can no longer be a culture that allows police officers to take life uh, in this way. And friends, Jesus doesn't come to take life. Uh, he doesn't come to take uh, breath away. No, Jesus ascended into heaven in order to give breath. He ascended into heaven in order to pour out his life, uh, in order to give his breath, in order to um, give his very spirit to us, his church. Brothers and sisters, he wants to fill us with his very presence. And not just a few of us, uh, but he wants to pour out his spirit to all of us. In fact, if you read the uh, passage from Acts, you heard that. You heard that people from all over the world were there on that day and they witnessed uh, what was happening. And that's, that's a sign to us, a symbol to us that Jesus wants to pour his spirit out upon all people. Uh, God doesn't just view one people group more superior or valuable than the others. No, he pours out his spirit upon all. Uh, in fact, 
in Acts chapter 2, uh, verse uh, 9, we hear of all the groups that were there, Parthians and Medes, Elamites and res residents of Mesopotamia, Judea and Cappadocia, Pontus and Asia, uh, Ferga and Pamphylia, Egypt and all parts of Libya belonging to Cyrene, and visitors from Rome, both Jews and proselytes, Cretans and Arabians, we hear them all telling in our own tongues the mighty works of God. Friends, Pentecost shows us that our faith is not to be held in secret or only by a few, uh, but the blessings of God, the presence of God, the breath of God is given for all. But also on Pentecost, uh, we see that God gives out his fire upon people. Not the fire of destruction, not the fire of chaos, not the fire of riots, no. This is a different kind of fire. This is a peaceful fire. A fire that is for purification. A fire that is for prophecy. This is a fire that is given symbolizing the power that the church has to proclaim the good news of Jesus Christ. And that proclamation, that is no light word. Um, when the word, or when the Bible uses the word proclamation, this isn't something that uh, is merely uh, the transference of knowledge from one person to another. This isn't simply a, a cerebral or intellectual sort of endeavor. No, proclaiming the Bible is always an embodied physical reality. In fact, when Paul says to us uh, later in the New Testament, as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the resurrection of Jesus Christ. You see, proclamation changes the realities that we see around us. Proclamation declares the presence of Christ among us. And that is uh, um, shown to us in very real and powerful ways on Pentecost through the presence of fire. And that is exactly what we need today, um, friends. We need the fire of the Holy Spirit to be among us, to proclaim boldly the beautiful and full gospel of Jesus Christ. And so my prayer for us today, brothers and sisters, on this Pentecost day, that this would actually be a turning point for our cities, for our nation, uh, for our own church. I pray that on this day, God would send his spirit upon us and fill us with new breath and new fire. May the church rise up during these times. May we be given a fire to proclaim the fullness of the gospel, that God has conquered sin, hatred, and death, that we, um, that any, um, that we will not be shy to declare that any affront against human life and is, a, is an affront against God himself. Brothers and sisters, may the spirit of Jesus, the crucified Messiah, bind us closer together these days. And may he fill us with his breath. May he fill us with, our, with life. As we're tired from sleepless nights, um, worrying about our city, as we're tired from serving our city, may he fill us again with his breath and give us the ability to be the church to help rebuild and restore these cities of ours that we love, these neighborhoods of ours that we love. May we use our breath to speak life to those around us. So, Spirit of Christ, come down and heal our city. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.